to everyone's top tip for a future world champion kevin lee has been released from his ufc contract let's talk about it before we do my name is rahul j chand this is the battle camp thank you very much for joining me if you need to channel please do consider subscribing um so this came as a bit of a a shock to me when Kevin Lee got released earlier this week but at the same time I wasn't surprised like Nate Diaz wasn't surprised and there's a load of kind of different things moving parts that you I kind of started to uh, contemplate started to ponder uh, when this news broke and I, I kind of my initial reaction was to come onto YouTube and and, and make a video about it all but I, I decided to wait because I knew Kevin Lee being Kevin Lee, he'd be interviewed by someone. Do you know what I mean? And Ariel Hawani had the honour of interviewing Kevin Lee on his show yesterday evening. And, and I found it quite interesting. And, and to be fair, a lot of the things that Kevin Lee said yesterday, um, I kind of sympathised with. And I don't often find myself in a position where I'm sat there sympathizing with kevin lee now i've made multiple videos about this man and i suppose the reason why i kind of find his career interesting fascinating is because how it's played out um and kind of his performance levels against the expectations he's had on him as a professional fighter like i've heard multiple analysts journalists ex-fighters talk about kevin lee and basically every a lot of people have proclaimed that he's definitely going to be a future champion right and he's one guy that i've just never seen a future champion in do you know what i mean like i've seen him fight and i thought to myself why is why is everyone so so hot on this guy why does everyone believe that this guy has this massive potential to be the best in the world when i've never actually seen him in the octagon produce a performance that reflects that you know we've seen flashes we've seen moments but we haven't seen a sustained period of time within a fight where kevin lee has shown just how good he is and the reason why i'm talking about that is the videos that i've made about him in the past is i believe that his kind of his kind of perception of himself of just how good he is and his um dedication to improving um they didn't correlate with each other because i felt like he felt he was a better fighter than he actually was and i felt like he didn't train like the great fighters tend to train right and that's why you kept seeing shortcomings in his performances now when we're looking at the fact that he got released there's a couple of things like i said that you need to consider first and foremost he's only on a two fight losing streak right so generally speaking when it comes to ufc releasing fighters it's usually usually and there's no hard and fast rule with this it's usually three fights you lose three fights in a row and you're out right um on this occasion he's only lost i've seen a lot of people talking about how he's only lost two in a row and and and, and the, the fight before that was a spectacular head kick knockout of of gregor gillespie um but you can look at it two ways right it's two defeats out of the last three or you look at it and you say actually it's four defeats out of the last five on top of that obviously he's now serving this suspension because he he he, he failed a you saw the test because it's what was it Adderall is that what the medicine is that he, he takes for his ADHD and, and that some substance within that medication is not legal so he's serving a six-month suspension that might add to it but what I, I didn't know and, and, and this is kind of inside inside knowledge I suppose is when when he came on to 
Ara Hawani show yesterday and how Ara Hawani was surmising, he was speculating that actually, do you think the fact that you've got the same manager as the dogs misbehaving? Um, do you think you've got the same manager as uh, Francis Ngannou has had um, an impact in the UFC making this decision to release you? Because obviously the relationship between Francis Ngannou and the UFC currently is quite strained and, and the manager that, that Arohawani was referring to had a public fallout with Dana White right um i personally didn't know this but now that i do know this i do believe that there is a huge p possibility that this has played into the ufc's decision making process um another thing that the kevin lee wasn't very happy about is the fact that um the email that he received confirming that the ufc are choosing to release him from his contract um, was dated the 17th of November, even though they only received the, the, the email themselves uh, this week, which doesn't really make sense to me, right? Because either did someone just forward an email trail onto, onto Kevin Lee and his team? Where Dana White and other people are discussing, shall we let him go? Shall we keep him? Shall we let him go? Shall we keep him? Nah, nah, fuck it, let's let him go. And that was all the way back into the 17th of November. And then Sarah and that HR just forgot to forward it on to Kevin Lee for two weeks. Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me how there's a date of the 17th of November. Like, the date you send the email is the date that's on the, is on the email, right? That's how things work in, in Outlook. Um, but yeah. So that's another thing. So he, so he, he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy with the way, the way in which the UFC went about releasing him, and which also that also speaks to this strained relationship that Ara Hawani was questioning Kevin Lee about. Kevin Lee was being a little bit um, um, vague in his kind of assessment of of how things played out because he was saying it's politics, it's politics, but he wasn't really talking about what the politics behind all of this was, right? Um, I saw a lot of people talking about how. You know, how, how is smiling Sam Alvey still in a UFC contract when he's lost like 17 fights in a row or something? And they've let Kevin Lee go, who is genuinely a top 10, top 15 fighter. Um, but then obviously you need to, you need to kind of work out what the value of a fighter is to you because some, um, smiling Sam Alvey, I don't, I can't assume is on a massive contract or, um, judging by what they were talking about yesterday on the interview, neither is Kevin Lee. Uh, but it's about kind of, what the UFC are investing in a fighter and what they're getting out of that investment and Kevin Lee at the moment isn't really providing them with um, much upside he's losing fights that you could argue he should be winning um, in, in terms of his last opponent and, and I do sympathize with him a little bit because he's stuck between a rock and a hard place with his weight division uh, because he's halfway between a lightweight and a welterweight and now he's, he's, he's decided that he's going to stick out welterweight and he just for me he just seems he just seems way too undersized um, personally what I think he needs to do and you know what do I know I just sit in my bedroom making videos about MMA I really feel like he needs to pick a camp and stick to it like he's been drifting over the last couple of years and there was a moment where he went out to um, Quebec I think it is to train with Farah Zahabi and that's actually when he got that spectacular knockout against Gregor Gillespie but I don't know whether it was a financial decision or just a practical decision going out there for camps etc whether it was to do with costs and whatnot and everyone's got their own um you know their, their own issues that they're dealing with in life and and kevin lee's been very vocal about his struggles with alcohol and and mental health and all of that stuff um 
it just all seems jumbled up and that's why I felt like we were getting jumbled up performances from him in the octagon because he never seemed to listen to his the advice his corner were giving him his his performance didn't have any rhyme or reason it didn't seem like he was fighting to a game plan or to exploit any weaknesses of his opponent it just felt like he was doing things on the spur at the moment it was whimsical almost and that's why he was being exposed by his opponents especially like fights like against ally quinta back in 2018 um ally quinta effectively schooled him and he came out of that fight talking about kevin lee i'm talking about he came out talking about this fight like how he had won the fight and i was sitting there thinking to myself mate like you're delusional you're delusional and that's something that I've accused the guy of over the years because of how he carries himself, the things that he says in interviews. And I, and I always kind of um, compare Kevin Lee to Tyrone Woodley because they're two guys that I feel like have a um, just delusions of grandeur in terms of where they are in the sport, what their value is in the sport, how good they are. And I never get the impression that they're actually putting in the work that the best in the world seem to put in to attain those positions in the sport. Um, now, I feel like I'm just bashing Kevin Lee here, and that wasn't my intention. It was just, um, like, I suppose, like, I see why people see this potential in Kevin Lee. I see why journalists are adamant that, you know, Kevin Lee is good enough to be champion one day. I can see why they have that opinion. Um but I just feel like he's his own worst enemy and I wish he would just sort it out and I wish he would be and, and some and you know what I suppose that's the difference between top level fighters and fighters that don't quite live up to the hype and potential it's the mental side of things and who knows man maybe it's not a struggle that he will never be able to 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 master you know and I kind of like fear for him in terms of what he does next, because when, I, when they were talking about his, you know, his options moving forward and obviously he, he is a name in the sport, let's be honest, you know. So there are different organisations that are, are, are looking at him and they're talking about this thriller triad boxing and they were talking about PFL potentially. And I'm assuming Bellator will be sniffing around him. Um, I just I just kind of I just hope. <sighs> I just hope, and, and he was talking about how, you know, he's going to now be able to, he'll make the biggest paydays he's ever made because that wasn't happening in the UFC, which is fair and he deserves it. Anyone that fights deserves as much money as they can possibly make. But I just wonder, how, I just wonder, I feel like there's a lack of guidance for him or he doesn't seek guidance enough. And I wonder whether he'll be, he'll make the, 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 a decision that will help with the longevity of his career where he can get the most out of his career with the next steps he takes and that's what I'm a little bit worried about because I don't know whether he whether he will man I don't know whether I don't know whether he will um but yeah it's interesting man uh, the whole dynamic of of this release and and how it kind of came just out of the blue, because uh, bearing in mind his last fight was back in August and they decided to release him in November. Usually, when the UFC release a fight, it's pretty soon after their last defeat. And whether 
again, going back to Francis Ngannou, obviously he's been in negotiations with the UFC over the last couple of months. He is fighting in January against Uruguay for that heavyweight title or for the for the undisputed heavyweight title, I should say. Whether that has played into this decision to release Kevin Lee, it's looking increasingly likely. Now, whether the UFC are actually doing Kevin Lee a favour or whether this is going to be... Um, basically just downhill from here for Kevin Lee like he's peaked now and this is it like his career will just go the way of a Melvin Gillard or someone like that or Paige Van Zandt you know who knows man who knows time will tell but I you know he's actually a guy that's actually in his prime when it comes to age and physicality etc he has had some difficult injuries but he is a guy that um it's not it's not obvious that he's passed it, right? His his next two or three performances will dictate whether that's a, whether that's a fact or not, um, whether those injuries have had a, a massive effect on him. But at the moment, he seems as though a guy that's in his prime. So, yeah, um, I feel like I've gone all over the place here, and I haven't made a video in absolute ages, so maybe I'm still a bit rusty. But I feel like I've made the points that I needed to make. I've hit the topics that I needed to talk about. So now it's your turn. Put your comments below. Uh, let me know what you think about this decision by the UFC. Let me know what you think about the stuff that I've said in this video. Um, if you haven't already, please do like, share, comment, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I'll catch you guys in the next one. <clears throat>